Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Thursday, February 10th, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we have some news on not all members being happy about Pelosi's move to try and come up with a plan to ban stock trading. Number two, government funding in the Senate may have hit a snag. And number three, former Speaker Paul Ryan. Remember him? He's doling out campaign cash. All right, Jake, let's get into it. The number one story leading Punchable News AM in our newsletter is some new details of some rank and file Democrats who aren't so happy with Speaker Nancy Pelosi and her plan to try to figure out a way to ban stock trading by members. That's right. Um, so today we're focusing on Cindy Axney and Elaine Luria. Um, both of them are are relatively, uh, uh, I would say, vulnerable, but that's probably not entirely fair. But they're somewhat vulnerable members of the House of Representatives of the House Democratic Majority. So a little bit behind the scenes here, we had heard during uh, our reporting Tuesday, but we broke the story yesterday about um, about uh, Pelosi looking to ban stock trading. But we were we had heard uh, in that reporting that Luria and Axney were both against in some way, the um, uh, proposed stock ban, tra- stock trade ban. Got to learn say to that say that one. Say that times fast. <laughs> yeah, got to learn to say that with everything that's going on. So Max Cohen, our, uh, one of our two intrepid young reporters, along with uh, Christian Hall. Christian had the spotlight yesterday with his Corey Bush uh, comments. And today, Max, we told him to go find Luria in the Capitol, and she kind of let it rip. She said... My thoughts on it, I think this whole concept is bullshit. Why would you assume that members of Congress are going to be inherently bad or corrupt? Well, Anna, yeah, everyone, that, when you say that to a reporter. Uh, <laughs> Your ears that, peak up right there. It's, you know, rarely yeah. do you get people so, I mean, honestly, off the cuff and frank about what they actually think. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it was it was shocking. I mean, so Luria, as we found, have traded, um, Luria has traded you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in stock in the last two years. Um, we, 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 on March 31st, 2021, she sold between 250 and $500,000 in Alibaba stock picked up between $250,000 and $500,000 in Tesla stock that same day. Um, that's a lot of dough. Uh, but, uh, you know, Axne's, Axne's gripes about this is basically that she feels her gripes are actually pretty normal in the sense that I'm not saying that lawyers are not normal. I'm just let's deal with Axne for a second. She thinks that Congress would uh, uh, need to create some rules to allow for 529 education accounts and uh, as compared to active trading. We, we actually, in our edition yesterday, we talked about 529 accounts and how that was a concern of a lot of members of Congress. And But Luria just feels like, hey, I'm in Congress. I shouldn't be banned from, like, having a portfolio. That's a – Anna, not a crazy position to have. I'm not taking a side here, but it's not like saying, you know, I want to day trade. She's saying she wants to have the same kind of financial situation as all other Americans. Yeah, I mean – I think the the train's out of the station here, right? Democrats are going to do something in the House on this issue. But I think both of them are different sentiments, right? Axney, I think, gets to the point with what we were trying to make yesterday, which is like the devil's in the details. It's not as simple as saying you can't trade stock, right? There's, there's a lot more complexity there. 
Um, you know, and I think for Luria, there there are people who feel that way. They that feel like there's already the stock act. It's already illegal to do, you know, use insider information to trade on uh, and trade on that. And that this is kind of a, a bridge too far, you know. Not I mean, only is it illegal as part of the Stock Act, it's illegal for any human being on planet Earth to use non-public information to trade stocks. Period. If if Punchbowl News were a public company, and and I, which it's not, <laughs> and I knew about you know some business plan of ours, and I went and bought or sold a bunch of stock, that would be illegal, right? Like there are. We people have been prosecuted on things like that. So that's the that's the argument against uh, having this done for Congress. And I, I hear that. But like the argument for it is members of Congress and their staff come across such a large volume, such a hefty volume of information on a day to day basis that they can't that they can't help but have an advantage in the stock market even if it's not conscious right like you just pick up on so much information in on capitol hill that it's difficult to discern what's public and what's not public that's the argument not an argument i am uh, we're not taking a side here i'm just laying out both sides um something's going to happen here uh meaning Congress is going to do this. Pelosi said it yesterday. So we'll have to see where this all ends up. Right. It might just be they, 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 they might be upset about it, but it seems like there's there's something that's going to happen, at least in the House. And then we'll see. I mean, it gets more complicated. You go to the Senate. There's obviously momentum here. But saying it's going to necessarily get done in and then actually getting done, I think, are two different things. And how wide sweeping it is versus maybe narrower, like all of those details are being worked out right now. All right, let's move on to the number two story of the mor- of the morning, uh, government funding. So we have been saying for a while that, you know, a shutdown is not imminent. We still believe that to be true. But like all things in Washington, it's never as simple as just, you know, it could be. Right, no, Jake? <laughs> no, it's never as simple. So there's this new thing. The uh, I'm going to try to explain this. Um, uh, Republicans have picked up on a Washington Free Beacon report that there are that the government is providing crack pipes and other smoking accoutrements, I guess is the way to Drug say it. Drug paraphernalia, yeah. Paraphernalia to people. Um, now, listen, the government, have state governments have provided clean needles to um, to drug addicts for, for many years. This has been in the news for many years. Um, but Republicans are latching on to this uh, in, in this government funding bill. Um, the Washington Post says it's a hundred percent not the case that they're not providing crack pipes to people. Um, I'm not sure the uh, I'm not sure Republicans are going to be taking the Washington Post's word for it, whether it's true or not. Um, and the White House has denied it. The and White the, House has denied so it. Has, exactly. You know, HHS Secretary Javier Becerra, National Drug Policy Director. I mean. So, you know, there's a lot of folks there yes. that are saying this is not accurate. And, I, and I'm not minimizing the fact that it's not true. I'm just I'm, I'm just saying that these things tend to have their way of having a life of their own. Um, so all that being said, what happens here? Government funding runs out in eight days. If the if the Republicans don't allow a quick passage of it today, what Schumer would have to do is he'd have to file cloture on it, which would 
mean they'd have to come back and pass it next week. He'll be able to pass it next week. It won't be a big problem. It would just be a little bit of a headache. You know, the kind of headache where you're like, huh, does my head hurt or did I just, is this like a momentary thing? Schumer would have a momentary thing, which is not the end of the world. I mean, it just means that he would, again, it would take up more time on the House, on the Senate floor. Yeah, I mean, I, to me, these kinds of issues crop up, um, right? Where oh, they kind of sure do, Anna. Flash. We've, made a <laughs> we've made a career of the cropping up. <laughs> these flashpoints, and clearly this is one that's stuck in the craw of conservatives. And, you know, they kind of see see this moment to kind of grasp onto it. And so the question really is, so, like, does he have to fly, file culture or do they have to amend the House bill, right, in some sort of way to appease these Republicans, which would then mean that it has to go back to the Senate or to the House. It just means the process. It doesn't mean that we're going to have a shutdown. It just means that the process is going to get gummed up. All right. The number three story of the morning, Prosperity Action, Inc., Former Speaker Paul Ryan's PAC, remember him, uh, is giving out quite a bit of dough here to his fellow uh, GOP campaigns. Yes, he's giving he ha still has a political action committee, which is uh, not rare for a former member of Congress. He gave five thousand dollars to John Thune, uh, Ron Johnson and Chuck Grassley, three sitting senators. And interestingly enough. 5000 bucks to Dave McCormick's race for the Senate seat in Pennsylvania. We've written a lot about McCormick in that very interesting primary in Pennsylvania against television Dr. Mehmet Oz. Uh, uh, Dave McCormick is a former hedge fund executive at Bridgewater. He's exactly the kind of person that probably would have given to Paul Ryan a couple of years yeah. ago. And, and, and uh, may have in, in the past. And may have. I haven't, actually, I haven't actually checked that out. I'm sure he has. Um and uh, McCormick is we we must also say is is married to um, Dina Powell, an executive of Goldman Sachs, who is a longtime figure in D.C. Has been in Republican politics, especially Republican politics on Capitol Hill and around Capitol Hill for a very long time. Someone you and I both know, Anna, and um, so they. I have to. You just have to imagine. And I don't. This is not. There's not much. I'm not taking a logical jump here. That Paul Ryan has probably known those folks for <laughs> quite some time. Uh, and and frankly, McCormick McCormick's the kind of candidate, if you're looking at Mehmet Oz versus Dave McCormick, Paul Ryan would have supported Dave McCormick, uh, you know, not 10 times out of 10 in that race. Absolutely. All right. Thank you all so much for listening. Just one quick note. We are going in person live. Jake and I will be interviewing Commerce Secretary Gina Raimondo February 16th at 9 a.m. at the Roost on Capitol Hill. Uh, you can RSVP for that. Get more details at punchbowl.news. Really excited about the fact that we are it's our first in-person event of the year. And with that, thanks so much for listening. Leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.